welcome to the Breaking 90 podcast, where we talk about all things sustainable fat loss. We take people on 90-day journeys to creating fat loss forever. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, welcome back to the Breaking 90 podcast. I'm here again today with my co-host, Jerrica Rydell, and we are the coaches of Breaking 90 Fitness. Hey, Jer. Hey, Alex. How are you? Doing great. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Just settling in here in the new city. Um, I just had this weird question this morning that I thought I was going to bring to your attention because I'm so curious. I am so behind on laundry because, you know, when you move, you're just focusing on organizing your life. And all of a sudden I have about 15 loads of laundry, but I need to know, I'm going to do a poll one day, but are you a laundry separator? No, or, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I like kind of secretly in my head, I was like, I got to guess this for myself. I'm going to say Alex is a hard no. <laughs> so my laundry style is everything goes in the same laundry bin. And then um, I wait until like I need clothing to do laundry. <laughs> <laughs> and so most of my clothes are breaking 90 apparel uh track pants and like sports clothes gym like yeah. um gym socks gym uh shorts that kind of thing and so the first load of laundry i'll do is anything that is like gym related or track pants or like that can survive together regardless of color in the laundry machine and one of my friends gave me the tip to use vinegar with this to get that gym smell out of it it's amazing Ah, definitely it does help for sure and then and then after that if I have enough I'll do like a dark load and a light load but I I usually just do the gym load and then repeat the cycle when I need more gym clothes (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious I'm like one of those annoying people that has like four baskets of laundry with a label on each one workout clothes whites towels dark like they're all separated but lately it's just been chaos so I'm like oh this I don't know how people live this way moving is chaos how is your new place it's going well it's it's good I'm currently uh if I showed you the rest of this room you would it was it's not pretty so we're just gonna stay in this corner (laughs) (laughs) but we're getting there we're getting there cool what topic do you have for us today I want to touch on some different I guess, reasons, um, just on our, in our opinion, why some people make progress and some people don't. Now, a lot of these are going to tie back to things we've mentioned previously, but I think there's some really good points to add in here that I've just been uh, thinking about as of lately. I think this is a common theme and we've done a podcast on not comparing yourself to someone else, but obviously you'll see, you know, someone who's similar to you, you know, making progress and you're wondering why, like why we started at the same time, we're following the same program, like why am I not versus that? So I think it's kind of a cool reason to, you might feel like you're attacked or called out and that's not my intention here when you're listening. Um, Not you, (laughs) whoever's listening to us, (laughs) but I think it's important to see if any of these points resonate with you and how we can change that. Cool. Awesome. Um, do you, do you want to start with what you had and I'll, I'll kind of tie in. Sure. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. So, um, the first thing that's always comes to mind, um, with this is someone who, like I mentioned, you're both doing the same program. So you're both showing up, right. You're Mm -hmm. both showing up every day, whether it's, you know, getting to the kitchen, preparing food or getting to your workout, you're both showing up and that's step one, right? We always say showing up is step one. 
Now, the difference here between someone making progress and someone not is what you're doing at step two, right? What are you doing with that experience or opportunity, whether it's the kitchen, the, the gym, when you show up is that step two to me. And if you're not getting to step two or if you're not um, attacking that next step, then that's going to be the difference. Um, that's going to make or break kind of the first point for me. Awesome. Some people yeah. will show up to the gym, right? And they'll do their workout, but maybe we'll, we're going to do this. You and I do the exact same workout, but it's how we attack that experience. We could be totally polar opposites and, and that can determine um, a lot of progress over the course of the next year. For sure. So, so just if, if you're listening to this, just as like an example, and this, this may or may not be true. Um, if Jerick and I go into the gym and we lift identical weight, it will probably be easier for me and harder for her. She will get a better workout. If we went outside and went for a run, I would probably die and she would find it easy. So it just because you did the same exercise, you went through the same motions doesn't mean that it, it's going to have the same effect on your body. Absolutely. It's just all about taking ownership to me in this point, because, um, you know, one of our members have hired us as coaches or you you might have um, downloaded the best workout plan in your mind or hired the best coach or it, it's it's all about what you do with that right mm -hmm. it's not about that step one is maybe hiring the coach but step two is it's okay now what do you do with this experience it's taking ownership it's, it's actually applying what you've learned or what you've set out as your plan I think it's very rare that we, I shouldn't say very rare, but I think it is rare that we aren't making progress and actually think that the system is broken, right? Say that again. So, so if, we, if somebody sees that they aren't making progress, yeah. I think it's rare that the person feels as if the system isn't working and they could say like, yeah, you know what, I could be doing that. I could be giving this a little bit more heart or I could be paying a little bit more attention. It's, it's, it's our natural instinct to immediately circle to that. But if we dig deep and look at everything, it's like, okay, yeah, you, you know what, you're right. I, I could be doing this a little bit better, taking this a little bit more seriously. Um, yeah, taking ownership. Yeah. So, so, so just, uh, just quickly while we're on this part of it, what I will often yeah. have people do is I'll look at a time when you were doing your best and now compare it to say now where you may not be making progress and just compare the variables, just say what was different then to now. And often it's like, well, I was more active, but I had more time. Okay. Stop. You were more active regardless of whether or not you had more time it's not fair to compare yourself to a time when you were more active because you were doing more so so we have to look at those kind of factors too regardless of what obstacles are in your life right now it, are you showing up like jerica said the same way that you were when you were making good progress absolutely yeah like i said do you have a plan when you walk into your basement gym or your gym do you when you walk into the kitchen is there food ready so that you're not grabbing it's it's that preparation that plan moving forward and and I mean we can look at this from so many different aspects I'm thinking like you know you're sitting at work if you work in an office and you're like why did this person get we have the same job why is this person getting a promotion and I'm not it's it's that accountability it's that ownership um it's it's what are you doing extra 
right? That you can, what can you focus on extra that's kind of making you get to that next step? There should be something that's, that's measuring your progress so that, like I mentioned, taking ownership, but you need to make sure that you're able to track that progress. And a lot of people, you know, will just, and I'm not saying that this is a bad thing, right? Movement is always number one, but if, if you're looking for that next step, it's tracking your progress. So we can use the example of a workout again, right? We can just do the same Tabata every single day for the course of the, the whole month, or we can maybe increase our time to make it longer and harder or add some weight to our exercises. It's how are you um, taking that next step in whatever your goal may be. I think about too, like this, the reason I thought of this topic, it's so random. I was walking across the street and there was um, the crossing guard that that was their job, right? Like stop the sign while the kids cross. And it's like, this person can show up every day and just like be miserable and hold a sign and just, just do their job because that's just a showing up. But no, this crossing guard was like saying hi to the kids, jumping around, dancing, waving the stop sign, telling stories, high-fiving people. It's like, they had a smile on their face. It's like, what are they were doing extra, right? So they're, what, maybe their goal was to make everybody else around them happy, but, and they were making it clear that they were doing that extra mile or like picking awesome. garbage up on the street, right? It's, you can, it's your neighborhood. You can walk by it and just look at it, right? But it's like, I, my goal is to be a better person. So I'm going to pick that garbage up and I'm going to make that part of my character trait. That's going to be who I am because I want to take that extra mile. I want to make step two so that I can see progress in whatever aspect of my life that might be. That's really cool. Um, an example of this that I just thought of is a, a client was I was talking to said that um, after listening to something, I think we had said on one of the podcasts about looking for the extra opportunities to make neat movement, um, like parking further away. So, so my reference of parking close to the gym <laughs> for the workout so that you don't have to get too many extra steps in your workout. Um, so now this person says jokingly that they fight for the furthest parking spot. Rather than fighting for the close, close parking spot, they will fight for the furthest parking spot. And I love that reference. That's looking That's for those I've, little, those little yeah. opportunities to have a big impact. Exactly, going the extra mile and, that, and those things add up. If you think about the course of the year, you're taking, let's say, 50 to 100 extra steps, depending on how far you are, over the course of the year, that could be two pounds, right? Like it's something worth just making those little things turn into something bigger. It, that's kind of the whole point here. And it's, it's going that extra mile. Um, and when I say this kind of taking ownership point, it's, it's not just today, right? It's, it's that consistency that we talk about with Breaking 90. Um, it's, it's doing it today and tomorrow and 80% of the time I'm picking up that garbage or hopefully hundred percent, but it's doing that extra step as a consistency to make it a character trait or make it part of who you are, part of your habits. I'm glad you said consistency because when I look at, when I look at somebody plateauing or not making progress, First of all, don't compare yourself to somebody else because they're on a different journey. They're at a different stage in their journey. So you can't realistically compare yourself to them. But if you're, if we're looking at yourself and you're not making progress, the first thing I will always look at before what we were just talking about there, where you are showing up and you are doing what the other person's doing is, are you doing it consistently? Because consistency is king here. If you are not showing up consistently, 
you will not make progress. So, so we call it X consistency in our program, but it's, it comes down to, are you doing the things you need to consistent enough to make progress? And what is consistent enough? Well, it depends on your goal, but are you doing that enough to make progress? And I'm not talking about this week because we often say, this has been such a good week. How did I not make any progress this week? Well, your last three weeks were shit. So that's why you need to look at a big picture. Are you showing up consistently over a long period of time to, to realistically expect progress to happen? Exactly. And that kind of actually leads me into my second point, which is just a quick one, but it's another reason I think people make progress and some people don't is because they give up too quickly. Right. And that comes back down to consistency, 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 right? If yep. you can follow your, your, sustainable program or plan or whatever it is, you know, two, three weeks in, you're like, I'm still not seeing anything. It's, it's a, give it some time, right? That it's just at the end of the day, I, I often see a lot of people um, try to find the next fix because of whatever they're on or whatever they're working on or whatever goal they're trying to attack. It's not happening fast enough. So they give up too quickly. And I think that just circles back down to what we're talking about consistency. It's also what media makes us believe too. I mean, if you're not in the industry regularly, you see media makes it seem like the quick fix is a possible thing, right? So if you're not yeah. getting that quick fix after those first couple of weeks where you feel great, then you think something's wrong when it's not. Um, right. What I always circle to after that, and this this kind of loops into the points that you were making so so consistency how consistently are you showing up yes i am showing up consistently great that's not the problem the next thing i'll always look at is your intensity of we call it an o day so your intensity of the times that you aren't showing up because we don't expect anybody to show up 100% of the time so the times that you aren't showing up how intense is that becoming so does so so for instance let's look at nutrition i'm hitting my nutrition goals almost every day okay great the days that you aren't is it insanely off the rails or is it a little bit out of line because that's a big factor um with your exercise okay i'm working out four days a week what's going on on those other three days a week are you laying on the couch and not moving all day and eating or are you trying to get out for a walk? Are you trying to do some mobility work? Are you putting in a little bit of that extra effort that we talked about, right? So, so that, that's the second thing I will always look at is your intensity in your off time, the other 23 hours a day when you're not exercising. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up because that is, that's a really good point. It's just kind of checking yourself and, and yeah, exactly. And seeing what you're doing on those off days. Awesome. I have another point to touch on that I think why people make progress and some people don't is one of the things I often see is they're not doing things that they enjoy or they're not choosing foods they enjoy. Now, obviously there's a line a little bit here in terms of if your over, overall goal is to squat, I don't know, 300 pounds or something insane, but you hate squatting, right? We have to kind of see some alignment with our goals here, but um, Overall, if, if, if fat loss is your goal, choosing movement that we enjoy. If, yeah. if we enjoy dodgeball or volleyball, right, then why not go play or join a league three times a week versus 
going for a walk that you maybe hate to do. So finding things you enjoy will make, uh, will make the progress so much more a, enjoyable and be likely to happen, right? We see people sign up for these programs and half the time that they don't have the equipment that these programs say, or they literally hate every movement or it causes them pain. You're likely not going to stick to it yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah, just because it is the best solution doesn't mean that it's the best solution for you. The best plan in the world is ineffective if you don't do it or you don't give your heart to it, right? So you're much better off finding the best plan in the world for you than the best plan in the world. Absolutely. That makes sense. And that goes with nutrition and any, you can apply that to any aspect, right? Choosing you know, if it is the nutrition program says you should need to eat celery every day and you literally hate celery, it's like, yeah, exactly. Is this the best for you or is it maybe the best? So, so they say for, for the general. So um, that was one of the big points I wanted to kind of hone in on for that you one. Even, I, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, you even see this at the gym. So say in a group fitness setting, you see the person at the gym who is like dancing and singing in between sets and reps. <laughs> and they're like high-fiving people and cheering other people on. That person's having a blast. They love it. They're probably going to get results because they're pumped up and they're, they're getting it. Then you see the person who like drags their feet to get in there. And it's like, Ugh, I don't want to be here they're not giving it a hundred percent. You can't expect those two people to get the same results in that work. Right. Even though they both showed up and it's funny because even the person that's dancing and high-fiving everyone, they might actually hate exercise. Right. But the fact that they're making, maybe they're playing their favorite song, or like you said, they're high-fiving people. They're trying to make it a positive experience. That's still that extra mile. That's still making that, that part of um, your routine in, in a more positive way. So that will definitely take you further yeah awesome, awesome. Uh, i wanted to touch on your environment so is your environment setting you up for success right so oftentimes we don't know what kind of goes on behind closed doors right so it's it's just checking yourself like do you surround yourself we always talk about who you surround yourself with are you surrounding yourself with positive people right because the person that's making progress might have people who support them or who want them to succeed. And, and I'm not always saying that you're going to necessarily have that option all the time, but making sure that you are trying to connect with people that are like-minded. Um, do you have healthy choices available, right? Is your, is your fridge set up for success? Do you buy the junk food? And if you do, are you keeping it somewhere that, you know, you see it often or is it tucked away? Um, it's those things that, it, that affects your environment that'll affect your overall progress. So I just wrote these four down and I'm sure there's more that could be added to this list, but these are kind of hidden factors. So, so you take two people um, who are both showing up consistently. They're both exercising to a similar level. They're both hitting their nutrition goals um, or even the same person at different stages in their journey for that matter. Um, but these are, these are four hidden factors that can often cause differences in progress. So if you're counting calories, for instance, or points, are the calories the same level of nutrient density? So if I eat a thousand calories of potato chips and Jerrica eats a thousand calories of um, steak and sweet potato and broccoli, we will both eat a thousand calories. A calorie is a calorie, but hers is going to translate to better energy sources, better recovery, 
and her feeling better and able to perform better long run. So that's one thing. Um, I'm assuming that you're tracking protein anyway, but protein could be another part of that. Um, the other one is sleep. If one person's sleeping better and one person's sleeping worse, you're not recovering the same. Your energy isn't going to be the same. Stress is a huge hidden factor. One person has a bunch of life stressors. One person doesn't have a bunch of life stressors. We don't see that in the gym. We don't see that in their nutrition. They're hitting their targets. Those stressors are going to affect your recovery and energy. And then the last one, water intake. You hear us talk about it all the time. Um, those are four hidden factors that could be greatly affecting your progress. Absolutely. I'm glad you touched on all those. Um, I'm glad you mentioned the stress and the mindset because that plays a really big part, right? If you're just, you know, when you have these five minute, 10 minute gaps throughout the day and all you're doing is scrolling on a negative social media platform, seeing negative information or reading fake things, it's that's setting you up for a negative mentality the rest of the day, right? If, if you're, like you mentioned, surrounding yourself and having a positive environment, that, uh, that'll even if you're going to bed a little bit earlier versus scrolling the Facebook app right it's it's those things it'll affect your sleep affect your stress they play such a big part i'm glad you touched on those i have two little brief points left for this podcast um one being kind of asking yourself are you okay with failure i think people who succeed um and who succeed in progress and doesn't matter what aspect of life is they're okay with failing and they know that it's part of the process and i think that that's important and are you eager to learn um, because that's also part of the process. And if, and if you kind of keep an open mind and, and are willing to apply either things you've learned or trying it out and failing, those things will make you a, a better person in the long run. For sure. You can almost guarantee that any really successful person in whatever your goal is, has failed more times than you have. I, I can almost guarantee it. They've, they've failed enough times that they've figured out how to fail less often. <laughs> yeah yeah because they, they use that as almost like fuel yeah right yeah, yeah that's awesome and the last point I wanted to make was just the people who make progress are typically working smarter and I say that in the point that um for example habit stacking we've talked about this on the podcast before right if we have 20 minutes in the morning I might be stretching while drinking my water it's finding yeah. ways, and I'm not saying, you know, you have to stack all these things at once, but it's finding ways to do the things that'll benefit your life in maybe a bit of a time-saving manner, because I do understand that, right? Things are busy, life is busy, but mobility and drinking water are two non-negotiables for me, right? So if I only have 20 minutes, why not put them together? I'm working totally. smarter, not harder. Totally. For the people listening to this that don't have time to exercise, like, use those use those five minute breaks where you scroll instagram to walk around your office to walk up and down your staircase like on a busy day where i have lots of back-to-back -back calls if i have a five minute gap i will walk my staircase for five minutes because i know that i might not get in as much of an exercise that day that will add up quickly that's that's a really great point Jeff. awesome those are kind of every, all the points that i wanted to touch on today um, cool. I think it was a pretty, I think a lot of people will take a lot of this um, into account today. I think it'll, it'll kind of reflect on, on everyone. I'm curious what kind of feedback we're going to get from this. I think, yeah. I think there'll be some questions and I think it'll resonate deeply with some people. So 
if you enjoyed it, make sure you let us know, or if you have questions, Please make sure do. you let us know. For sure. Um, I'm going to leave everyone with a kitchen tip today. Um, this is kind of a reminder because I know a lot of us are sitting, our, our kitchens are sitting in the back cupboard. There's an Instapot hiding there. And I know a lot of people forget about it or don't use it. But last night I did meal prep. I had 20 minutes. In that 20 minute span, I cooked six chicken breasts in my Instapot. While it was cooking in my Instapot, I cut up all my veggies, um, cut up all my salad lettuce. I had like, I think it was four or five meals ready in 20 minutes. Like meal prep doesn't have to be an hour, but I yeah. do recommend getting out the tools like the Instapot. For me, you know, put a bunch of chicken breasts, put it in your broth or whatever, shred the chicken, add your seasoning. Now you have, you can throw that on any wrap, salad, anything. Um, I, I try to, like I mentioned, work, to work smarter because you got to save a little bit of time. Awesome. Great one. I still haven't given in to the Instapot, but it, it, I, every time I see it on sale at like Canadian Tire, it calls to me. <laughs> it's just getting cheaper and cheaper. I have the, the Ninja Foodie, so it does. Yeah. I use it mainly for the air fryer, but it okay. does have the pressure cooker and, and I love doing the pulled chicken. It's just so fast. Cool. Awesome, guys. Thank you for listening today. Um, as always, please rate this episode, comment on this episode, wherever you're listening to it. And if you can, take a screenshot and share it with uh, share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with somebody you think might benefit from hearing it. We appreciate you guys being here. Have a great day. 